your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Richard Morn with you as always this beautiful Thursday, October 29th. Uh, Today we are furthering the Mitchell Miller discussion and really diving into the national reaction to the story because it's not just us, right? It's not just people around the Coyotes that are outraged by this story, of course, uh, brought to us, uh, was reported, I I will say, that I kind of neglected to say this in the past episodes, was reported by some other outlets before the Arizona Republic picked up the story, but certainly the Republic doing the in-depth reporting they did on the story really kind of uh, brought this to light and and made it... uh, in a way, kind of hit home for the rest of us. So uh, I will say that, but there was a lot of national reaction after the Republic story posted. You can go back. We had Jose Romero, uh, who co-authored the story for the Arizona Republic. We had him on the podcast for the last two episodes, so make sure you go back and listen to that. But today we're going to dive into some of that national reaction and see what they're saying about the Mitchell Miller story. So first off, we have CBS Sports here and Pete Blackburn, uh, I know Pete very well. Uh, it's obviously um, very active in, in the Boston sports market, but um, he writes about the the decision to draft Mitchell Miller. Uh, his headline, quote, Coyotes drafting Mitchell Miller is latest proof that NHL's anti-racism initiatives are ringing hollow. And I couldn't agree more with Pete on that. Um, this is what Pete had to say in his story, and I'm quoting. Obviously, the team trusted his words and saw enough in Miller to believe that he was worth the PR headache that they had to figure out that they had to figure would come after the draft. Whether it was the player's hockey ability or actual personal growth that convinced them, we may never know. I mean, I sort of understand what Pete is saying here, but I'm not entirely I'm not entirely convinced that they even that they even cared, right? Like obviously, we had Coyotes brass coming out after the fact and saying, well, you know. It was, you know, we were responsible. I, I, I don't buy that for a second, and, and maybe I'm just being naive, but I don't buy that for a second. I honestly think the Coyotes just didn't care. They had so much turnover uh, in the front office. All of Chica's guys were out. All of Armstrong's guys came in last second before the draft. I honestly think that they didn't even do their due diligence. I think they knew about it, but they didn't even think twice about it. They didn't have any draft picks. Their first pick came in the fourth round. They picked a kid who was the most talented player on the board at that point, and he was. He was rated higher than a fourth-round uh, talent, and, and Jose confirmed that when we had him on the podcast. So we, we know that he was higher than a fourth-round talent. So why would you why would you pick him? Because he's the best player on the board, and you're you are at a dearth of draft picks. That's why you pick a guy like Mitchell Miller, and you just don't care about the rest. So the fact that the Coyotes are coming out saying it was their responsibility to rehabilitate the kid and to be part of the solution, no. You're being part of the problem, and moreover, you just didn't care. Just own it. You made a mistake. Own it. That's what really gives me issue about about this whole thing with the Coyotes, that they just they refuse to own their mistake. And instead, they try to spin it into, oh, well, it's our responsibility to be part of the solution. No, it is. No. Like, no. That is not what you're doing here. You made a mistake. You overlooked the fact that this kid committed and admitted to committing heinous acts 
against Isaiah Meyercruthers, and you're just you're refusing to own it, and you're trying to glorify yourselves for doing it. It makes absolutely no sense to me. And Pete continues in his story at CBSSports.com. Um, a key part of that quote, uh, I'm sorry, uh, not only does it contradict the organization's supposed hard stance against racism, but it also sends an all-too-familiar message. A team recognizes a player's problematic behavior but are willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's talented and says he's sorry. Well, Pete, I don't even know if he really did say he's sorry. He obviously had a court-mandated uh, letter that he had to pen saying he's sorry, but the family of Meyer Crothers say they never received it. And you can make of that what you will. That is one side's opinion. I'm not saying that the Meyer Crothers family is not being honest about that at all. That's I'm not insinuating that at all. But again, we don't know if he said sorry or not. And the fact is that there's question about his contrition, and Jose said that he didn't feel, um, even from his objective uh, stance as the reporter of this story, even he said that he didn't feel like that like Miller was contrite enough in this sense. So Pete, Pete writing here that um, a team recognizes a player's problematic behavior but are willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's talented and says he's sorry. I don't even know if he really said he's sorry. He said it clearly in his statement that he made in response to the Republic story. But I don't even know if he was really that contrite to the family. That remains to be seen. So uh, it's anything but a uh, anything but a certainty. There are a lot of headlines to get to and a lot of stuff to get to from a national reaction. Let's take our first break here on Locked On Coyotes, and then we'll be right back after this. All right, rockauto.com, guys. It's reliably low prices, but not just reliably low prices. It is reliably low prices for everybody. That's right, whether you're a dealer, whether you're a mechanic, or whether you're just somebody like me who, you know, I don't even know. Like, I'm just I'm just sitting here talking to you about, about hockey, right? Like, But I get the same prices. It's the same reliably low prices for somebody like me and somebody like my dad who's a mechanic, right? So my father, he owns his own he owns his own uh, auto repair shop. He's a master technician, but if I want to go out and buy my own auto parts, guess what? I'm getting the same prices that he is. It's crazy. And it's a family business. They serve auto parts customers online for 20 years. And you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Always reliably low guys. The catalog it's unique and remarkably easy to navigate online. You can quickly see all those parts available for your vehicle and choose those brands and specifications you prefer. You can go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About a section so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. All right, we are back here on Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're talking about the national reaction to the Mitchell Miller story, of course, out in the Arizona Republic. And it was out there before the Arizona Republic reported it, but they did go into some detail that other outlets did not, especially other outlets in town, uh, did not go into the the same sort of detail. But there's some interesting stuff here. There is really some interesting stuff here. Um, I'm reading in the... Uh, Grand Forks Herald, uh, and and Brad Schlossman is probably one of the best sports beat reporters in the country. Nobody, hardly anybody knows about him because he writes for the Grand Forks Herald, right? But he covers the University of North Dakota, which is where Mitchell Miller will be a freshman uh, heading into this year. And this is a story that Brad has written. The headline, former UND player says hockey teams should move on from freshman Mitchell Miller. So, Brad speaking with a 
former UND player whose name is Brad Miller, who played for four years from 2005 to 2009 at the University of North Dakota, says that Mitchell Miller should not be um, should not be playing uh, for the Fighting Hawks. That Mitchell Miller should essentially not be here. So that's where we're at. This is this is the things that people are saying. This story is really making waves uh, across ac- across the, the the nation, across the hockey world, um, and and it's crazy. I mean, I'm looking. Sports Illustrated, uh, this is what Ken Campbell has to write here. His headline, what were the Coyotes thinking when they drafted Mitchell Miller? Well, Ken, I can tell you what the Coyotes were thinking. They were thinking, we got to get somebody in this draft. We have to. We got to get somebody. And they went and got the best player on the board, so good for them. Good for them. And they just didn't care about anything else. And as soon as this story came to light, they tried to spin it, and they tried to glorify themselves for drafting a player who who admitted to abusing a disabled black teenager, and they glorified themselves for it. I mean, really think about that for a second. Really think about it. If you're a Coyotes fan, I encourage you to really think about that for a second. Really think about what your team did. Not only what they did, but then they doubled down on it. And they glorified themselves for it. They glorified themselves for drafting a player who admittedly abused a disabled black teenager and performed just grotesque acts on Isaiah Meyer Crothers. And that's something that Isaiah and his family, as you heard Jose say, that's something that they are clearly still trying to live through. It clearly affected this family uh, in a very profound way. And I won't even pretend to understand what Isaiah or what his family has had to go through because of Mitchell Miller and others, right? Because we know there were others involved. We heard from the Meyer Crothers family that another boy who also admitted to the misdemeanor apologized and broke down in tears, according to the family, and according to the story in the Republic, broke down in tears when apologizing personally to the family. But Miller never did that. According to the family, Miller never did that, never did anything beyond what he was required to do by the court, which was write a letter. And even the Meyer Carlos family says they didn't even receive that. And on top of everything else that he did, everything that NHL teams knew, they all knew about it. They all knew. Miller wrote NHL teams a letter saying, hey, this happened, right? And, yeah, maybe another maybe another team would have taken him. You know, maybe another team would have taken him. But the Coyotes took him on top of everything else they're already dealing with. But, honestly, that almost made it more, more likely that they were going to take this kid because of everything else that they had to deal with, which, as a result, took away a lot of traffic. So they said, hey – you know, why not go nuts with it? You know, we got to take a kid. Maybe the story won't catch fire. You know, we know what this kid did. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, but, you know, we'll, we'll take him, and, and hopefully, you know, it's it won't be a big deal. Well, guess what? It is a big deal. And it's not just a bad thing. This is an egregious thing that Mitchell Miller did and admitted to. Egregious. And it's egregious 
for the Coyotes not only to draft him, but then to glorify themselves for drafting him. We'll take uh, our last break here on Locked On Coyotes. We'll be right back after this. I'll tell you what I'm getting. I'm 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 a I'm a nighttime person, right? I'm not a morning person, but I've had to work mornings more recently. And I'm telling you what, it's a wall for me. It really is. But with Built Go, I am breaking through that wall. I am finally becoming a morning and a night person because I'm not crashing. Built Go, it's a healthy replacement for your energy drink, but it's not fake energy. It's lasting. It's natural. So you you feel like you kind of feel right away after, you know, taking a five energy or a monster, whatever, whatever you, you guys use, you feel that way, but then you don't crash. So it's healthy energy. gives you a real kind of natural energy throughout the day. My go-to is the chocolate mint, but it's also available in peanut butter, honey, and chocolate, coconut flavors. Um, it is, a, it's only in 1.5 ounce packages. It's a uh, workout gel, right? So it's energy gel with collagen protein. Very good for you. A lot of B vitamins, honey, a little bit of caffeine in there. Uh, it really promotes great health, guys. Can even make you look better because that collagen protein is promoting great uh, body health. You can go to builtgo.com, use promo code LOCKED right now. You get 20% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Break through your wall with BuiltGo. Let's go. All right, we are back here on Locked On Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're kind of wrapping up our discussion on Mitchell Miller because I don't want to spend like a million podcasts talking about this because honestly, it's upsetting to talk about because it's upsetting that we even have to talk about it. It's upsetting that people like Mitchell Miller are doing this to other people, right? That's that's upsetting enough. So the fact that we have to talk about it, we have to devote multiple podcasts to it. I don't like it any more than you do, but it's something we need to talk about and we I think it's important to hold the Coyotes responsible for what they've done here, um, not only in drafting Mitchell Miller, um, which you could argue is not right, but what they did afterward, which was double down on it and essentially glorify themselves for doing it. Which, look, I'm not I'm not the beat writer anymore for the Arizona Republic. That's Jose. So you know Jose, and he gave you, to his credit, he gave you some honest answers about his feelings on the story. But again, he's the reporter of the story. He wrote the story. He hasn't taken an objective view. I'm in a position now where I'm a podcast host, right? And I want to speak to you guys directly. I want to tell you guys exactly what I'm thinking and because I think that's what you guys deserve. I think you guys deserve somebody who is going to give you, is going to tell you what's up. I, I want to be the guy who is going to tell you what's up about what's going on with the Arizona Coyotes because it is a mess in that organization right now. It is an absolute mess. And yep, maybe it has been for a long time, but it's a mess right now. And especially with everything going on with Mitchell Miller right now, that this situation is a mess. And I think you deserve to hear it straight like that uh, from from somebody like me. Um, so I hope you can appreciate that. I know you're kind of used to hearing me and reading me in a different way I don't know what the word is like in a different setting as, as a reporter, uh, as a writer. And I'm still am a writer and a reporter, but I'm not a writer covering the Coyotes anymore. I'm not a reporter covering the Coyotes anymore. I'm a podcast host. And I want to tell you guys what's up, because I think for too long, uh, you guys have been kept in the dark about things and not given the, the real truth about it. Okay. And I'm not saying that my thoughts are facts. They're not exact truths. This is just my opinion. I hope you trust my opinion. Um, and at least take it with, uh, at least consider what I'm saying because I think there are things you guys need to know about what's going on right now and 
I think the Coyotes need to be held accountable for a lot of this, and I do think they need to be held accountable for drafting Mitchell Miller and then glorifying themselves for doing it. I think that is that is just not good. It's just not good. There's just no other way to say it. It's just not good. And um, I just want to be – I want to have this dialogue with you guys, and I want to uh, make sure that you guys understand where I'm coming from. Yes, I used to be a beat writer. I'm not anymore. I, I want to tell you guys what's up. I want to give you guys – uh, the real deal on what's going on in this daily deliverance of Coyotes coverage. So I know I got off on a little bit of a tangent there, but hopefully that will wrap up the coverage of the Mitchell Miller story for now. Obviously, if there are more developments, we will get back to it. Um, of course, it's an important story, but it's upsetting just to talk about it. So hopefully starting tomorrow, we can uh, we can kind of go in a different direction. But that's all the time we have here today for Lockdown Coyotes. We'll be right back tomorrow. Until then, we'll see you.